This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today, I will be discussing the next film, or in this case, TV show, for Star Wars Week. This is a show that ran on Disney XD from 2014 to 2018. And this show takes place a couple of years before the events of Episode 4. I'm, of course, talking about Star Wars Rebels. Okay, so how this episode is going to work is rather than talking about technical details, I'm going to discuss each season and then the first and last episodes of each season. And that way I could kind of cover my bases and, <clears throat> you know, realistically I wasn't able to watch all 75 episodes. But if you're curious about the show, it's now streaming on Disney Plus for free. So, now we'll get into the seasons. So season one, and what, we'll, what you'll notice with a lot of this show is the first episodes and the last episodes were kind of two-parters, and I felt it'd be better to watch both parts for each of them, that way I get a better idea of what the whole episode is like, because it's like an arc, <clears throat> an episode arc. The first episode is called Sparks of Rebellion, and in this episode the rebels meet each other and they become a group. So Ezra, he's the main character of the show. He's kind of a young boy who's an orphan. I kind of get like Aladdin vibes with him. And and he's, you know, constantly making trouble with the stormtroopers that have taken over his planet of Lawful, which we'll talk about later on. And he meets up with a couple of rebels and they're trying to take weapons to give to other rebels. And in a speeder chase sequence, Ezra is being chased by stormtroopers who are also being chased by the rebels, so it's kind of a funny moment, but Ezra ends up being the, working together with the rebels and they all escape together. He proves to be very valuable for them and they decide to keep him on the team. And that's what happens in the first episode. The last episode of season one is called Fire Across the Galaxy and in this episode, Ezra and the other rebels are trying to save Kanan from the clutches of the Inquisitor. And, and this is a really cool episode because we see a really awesome lightsaber fight between Kanan, the Inquisitor, and with Ezra. And they end up defeating him and the whole starship that they're all, that Kanan was trapped on explodes. But Kanan and Ezra escaped just before that. And this one's notable because of the lightsaber fight. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, it was a good ender for the season. It definitely left on a cliffhanger because you have no idea what happens after that. Alright, and then the first episode of season two is called The Siege of Lothal Parts 1 and 2. And in this episode, a <clears throat> A traitor to the Empire asks for the help of the Rebels to help her escape from Lothal. So they go and return to pick her up. But, but <clears throat> And they help her escape the clutches of the Empire. But as a result, she ends up dying from an explosion. And so they just decide to leave the planet because it's getting too dangerous. But they're stopped by no one other than Darth Vader. And so now they're trapped fighting against him. So 
So they try to figure out a way to get out of there and they devise a plan of using decoys to kind of give off the same wavelength as their actual ship. So on their escape, the Empire was chasing the different pods that they sent out rather than the actual ship. But the, um, the Empire sees through it and they're kind of trapped because there's a bunch of Star Destroyers blocking their way out of there. And not only that, Darth Vader is also chasing them in his TIE Fighter. And so, they try to devise a plan to get out of there, and they come up with a plan to jump to light speed just before the Empire turns on their tractor beams so that they can escape, and then Darth Vader will get caught in the tractor beam which is exactly what happens, and it's kind of a humorous moment. And, you know, all of the, uh, the leaders of the Empire on the different ships, they're really, they're really scared because they just trapped Darth Vader, and he's pissed. So it was kind of a humorous moment, and I think a good way to start off the season. Okay. Now the last episodes are called... Twilight of the Apprentice, Parts 1 and 2. And these are my personal favorites of the entire series. And in this episode, in these episodes, Ezra encounters Darth Maul when they go to a planet that has the Sith Holocron. And Darth Maul convinces Ezra to open the, the temple that's holding the Holocron, and then together they begin to use it. While this is happening, Kanan and Ahsoka are being chased by Darth Vader's Inquisitors as they try and find Ezra. And then they find the temple where Ezra is at, and they decide to climb up the top of it so that they can open up the Sith Temple, so they can open up the Holocron, which Ezra, which Kanan is kind of against at first, but they decide they have no other choice to get away from the Inquisitors. So they go up there and Darth Maul shows his true colors and he begins fighting Kanan and Ahsoka while Ezra, he's trapped in the top with the um, the Holocron which he had just opened and asking him to you know use his power for evil and he struggles to close it and then Kanan and Ahsoka are able to defeat Darth Maul, but in the process, Kanan loses his vision. And so, they go up there and they try to help him turn off the, the Sith Holocron. And right as they finish doing that, Darth Vader shows up, and Ahsoka decides to fight him so that they can escape. And she's kind of in denial, but she realizes it's Anakin Skywalker she's fighting, her old master. And it's kind of a, a tragic moment because she realizes this. and But regardless, she keeps fighting him. And then the ship comes and helps Kanan and Ezra escape. And then the temple collapses on top of Darth Vader and on top of Ahsoka. And at first, we don't know what happens to them. But at the very end of the episode, we see that both of them escaped the temple before it completely just killed them. But... I absolutely loved this episode because you got to not only see Darth Maul again, 
but I also get to see Darth Vader fighting against Ahsoka. So it really ties in with the Clone Wars because, you know, I, I grew up watching Clone Wars, so it was really a crazy moment seeing that. And um, I'd say I put it up there with Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight in Episode 3. It was a really good... I wouldn't say good battle because, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking that these old friends are now fighting, but definitely a really, really interesting battle. And that's how the season ends. They leave it on that cliffhanger, not knowing what's going to happen to Kanan, because he just lost his sight, not knowing what's going to happen with Ezra, because he now has a Sith holocron. So it's a really, really good cliffhanger. Um, so those are the first two seasons of Star Wars Rebels. I'm going to go on a break real quick, but first, here's a message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's how. It's totally free. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer and even your cell phone. But that's not all. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You could even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a complete podcast all in one small place. So go on and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so we're back from our break. Now I'm going to get into Season 3 and Season 4 of Star Wars Rebels. So the first episode of Season 3 is called Step Into Shadows, Parts 1 and 2. And... In this one, we see that Ezra has, in fact, been using the holocron for <clears throat> for gaining for personal gain. You know, he's been using the strategies it's told him to use, and he kind of gets and he's starting to rank up amongst the rebels. But at the same time, he's also becoming more bitter and mean. And this is a good insight into what kids could experience if they start using drugs, like. You start becoming bitter with people, you start hiding it. So this is a really good good way to show kids how it's actually not a good idea to hide something from people. And eventually, his pride gets in the way and he causes um, some chaos amongst the rebels and they lose a lot of their fleet. So he's punished for it. And Kanan also, <clears throat> and then Kanan takes away the holocron. And that's the first episode. And then the last episode, it's called Zero Hour Parts 1 and 2. And in this episode, the rebels escape Atalar from Admiral Thrawn. And they have a huge battle against him. And they narrowly, narrowly escape his clutches. You know, not many people... Nowadays know this, but about 20 some odd years ago, Thrawn was a villain, but in the expanded universe for the different books. It's good to see that they bring him into continuity. And um, I think the most notable part in these episodes is getting to see Thrawn again. And, uh, you know, just seeing how evil he really is. Alright. Then season four... The first episodes are called The Heroes of Mandalore, 
And in this one, Sabine, who's a Mandalorian, <clears throat> who's a Mandalorian, they all return to the planet Mandalore, and they help her father escape the clutches of an evil Mandalorian clan who's joining the Empire. And and they help her father escape, but then the Empire starts using a laser that she helped design. And for a, a little bit, the Mandalorians are totally against her because it's her fault that so many of them have died because of this laser. And so they decide rather than cowering away, the rebels, along with Sabine and a couple of the Mandalorians, they go in and try and destroy the laser so, to prevent any further harm. And they end up doing it and she ends up getting more appraisal and approval from the Mandalorians. They start respecting her more. And it's really cool seeing Mandalorians again, you know, they're probably the coolest part of the prequels in my opinion. So it's really cool to see them again. And really interesting to see in um, some character designs that they kind of use in the Mandalorian TV show. So it's really cool to kind of make all those connections. Alright, and then the last episode of the season and for the series is called <clears throat> is called Family Reunion and Farewell. And in this episode, the the rebels <clears throat> they fight against Thrawn again on the planet Lothal, which is where the show all began. This is Ezra's home place. And they devise a plan to get rid of the the Imperial base there by locking it down and having all the troops locked inside because Thrawn starts guarding them and then he starts bombing the villages and killing innocent people instead of his own troops. So the plan kind of backfires on the rebels and, and Ezra decides, okay, take me instead so that we can let these people live. And so they send him up and he's inside um, Thrawn's ship and then meanwhile the rest of the rebels they're down on the planet trying to make sure they can turn on the shields to prevent any more bomb dropping from Thrawn's ships and they're also trying to at the same time blow up the facility so it's kind of a crazy dynamic going on because you know there's a literal ticking time bomb and at the same time they're trying to prevent the people from dying and Ezra is given, <clears throat> and then Ezra, he meets up with a hologram of Emperor Palpatine, who kind of tries to persuade him into going into this room that shows Ezra's parents are still alive, just, you know, in a different time period. And, you know, Ezra is a little tempted to do it, but he decides against it, and he destroys the, the opening that Palpatine had. And then... What was interesting is Palpatine's kind of wearing a white robe. He looks all, you know, pure and innocent. But then after Ezra, you know, destroys the temple, um, he, you know, shows his true colors. He's back to his normal self. And then he calls in his guards to kill Ezra. But Ezra's able to defeat him. And his plan on how to get rid of Thrawn and all those Imperial soldiers comes into play and these flying aliens come in that he can control with the force and they all take over they're really big they're about as big as a star destroyer they all take over 
the different Star Destroyers, and then he commands them all to go into hyperspace and take the ships with him. And he's kind of sacrificing himself so that the Rebels can help blow up the Imperial Station. Which they're able to do so, and then there's peace again on the planet. And it cuts to a couple years later, and does like a really nice epilogue for all the different characters. And it ends with Sabine, <clears throat> with Sabine deciding she needs to go and look for Ezra to see if he's still alive. And she's like in a temple that the people of Lothal had designed for for the rebels. And she turns around and she sees Ahsoka. And you realize she's still alive. And the show ends with them flying off into the sunset to go and find Ezra. And that's the end of the show. So now I'll get into some critical points about Star Wars Rebels. Um, critics gen generally like this show. But they feel it suffers from lack of budget because the character design isn't as good as um, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Just to name a couple are, are Yoda and Ahsoka. You know, they don't look like their characters in Clone Wars. They kind of look like cheaper versions of them. And another aspect, um, they felt it was a little too kid-friendly. I mean, yes, it is a kid's show, but... Some of the dialogue and some of the scenarios were really juvenile and, you know, for were definitely intended for a much younger audience than Clone Wars was. So, um, many critics, you know, didn't like that part of it either. And Star Wars fans as a whole, they enjoy it. They enjoy the characters, but most of them kind of agree that it is more of a kid's show. It, it definitely is more applicable for kids. And that's kind of how I felt. You know, my opinions of it. I I think the animation could have been a little bit better. Especially in the first season. Um, and I did like the tie-ins with Clone Wars. I thought that was really cool. And with the original trilogy. They did a really good job of you know, meshing the two together. But at the same time... Um, I kind of felt it suffered. And I, I also agree the the dialogue was a little hokey. It, it was very, very childish compared to Clone Wars. So I kind of felt it suffered in that way. And it's kind of sad because I really wanted to like the show. But I just, I have a hard time connecting to Ezra. He's, <laughs> he's really annoying. Like for me, he's on the same level as young Anakin Skywalker. Um, and so when all these scenarios are happening to him, it's kind of hard to, to appreciate or feel bad for him because he's not very likable. Um, I do like the rest of the Rebels. I really like Kanan. I think he's a good mentor and, um, I like all the other characters. I really like Chopper. He's a really funny comic relief. Um... But other than that, I enjoyed the show. It was really cool seeing, you know, James Earl Jones and a couple of the other actors from the movies reprise their roles in this series. And that was something Clone Wars was not able to do. So that was really cool to see that. But yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts and feelings for Star Wars Rebels. 
Next time I'll be discussing the next film for Disney Week. This is again another one of the package films Disney made during the 1940s, but it's the first one made after World War II. What's very strange about this one in particular, it's not available on Disney Plus or iTunes or any other service of that kind. It is only available on DVD and VHS. It's never been given a digital release. And so the only way I c you can watch it and I can watch it is on DVD. And if you have a VCR on VHS. And I'm of course talking about Make My Music, which is another musical that Disney made in response to Fantasia. Alright. But until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website www.anchor.fm forward slash surfing through cinema where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.